here we are. Welcome. I feel like you should say welcome to me because I haven't been on for a few weeks. It's true. But before we do. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a a weekly show powered by Arcade. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch a show live on Instagram on Thursdays at about 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube every Friday. We're your hosts this week. I'm Mitzi. And I'm Mike. Yeah. You haven't been on the show for a while. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. This is my show now. It's been my show. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Thank you. Tea for Lunch. It feels good. Yeah. I should be on more. You should be on more. I like to get out of the way and like let people be on it, but I also like to be on it. So I like being on with you. Thank you. We have good rapport. You don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I know. And I feel like, <laughs> be a curveball. like you and I are, are absorbed into different worlds when it comes to like content. I don't think so, because when I watched Tea for Lunch last week, you went off about football, which is definitely my world. I I felt like you were crushing on me, because I was really kind of like owning it. Yeah. Yeah, I had hard eyes for sure. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. I felt like I had a lot to say on that one, so that was fun. And this week, I feel like we also have lots to say, because we just watched Barbie, well, you for the first time this week. Mm -hmm. Remember where there was a time where all we could talk about was Barbie, like literally for weeks? Yeah, it, like we just got through that and then I watched it. Yeah. So now it's like we started again. What are your thoughts? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was the second time I watched it. Um, and it was fun to watch it with you because I feel like the things that really connected for me were probably different than for you. Because you didn't grow up playing with Barbies. Not really. Like Barbies were around. Yeah. My sister had them and even my brother and I kind of got involved <laughs> sometimes, you totally. know. And now my daughter has some Barbies and... And Ken dolls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But did you connect with Ken in any way? Um, yeah, in the way that I just am a suck for your attention. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> yeah, that's about it, though. Cool. I mean, his hair was pretty sick. He was yoked, fully yoked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ken doll is yoked. And I love the beach. You so do I don't love know, beach. Maybe there's a, more we have in common than I expected. Yeah. Anyways, Will Ferrell was. You have a, star. a lot going on. Will Ferrell was amazing. You know what? He was so. I didn't really pay attention to his character the first time I watched it because I was so enamored by everything else that was going on in the screen. But the second time I watched it, I was laughing at every scene because he has such good physical comedy. Like his. Yes. When he passed out on the boardroom table. <laughs> yes. He's yeah. so funny. I also couldn't help but keep thinking throughout the movie how the younger girl um, seemed like a young Mila Kunis. Mm, yes. Like even the way she talked sometimes, I was like, dang, is she related? You know what? The husband of the mom also really reminded me of you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the way he was trying to learn Spanish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, like really cute. I'm out here trying sometimes. I'm, I know that I've got the accent down. For like the six words I know. Yes, but exactly. Yeah, my vocabulary is not deep. <laughs> um, but we have a lot going on over here. We're about to launch some exciting things. The first one being next week, we'll be launching our first ever mini course. We have been requested to like teach before. We also have some people who wish, you know, who would like to work with us and it's not always a fit. Um, so this is a way that we can work with more people, share our knowledge. It's all about social media. So keep an eye out for that. What other courses are we working on? We're working on an email course, which will be coming Mm -hmm. up. We also Mm -hmm. are working on a scanning course. So more to come. And if there's something that you wish you could learn from us or feel like you wish you could have access to us in a certain way, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I'm pumped about this. We set some big goals for this year and we're knocking them off. Yep. And then in addition to that, 
more exciting news? Yeah, the week after, we've got Waves dropping. Wave season seven. Um, we figured we just did season six, but we were in a role as far as getting guests on mm-hmm. and the production process and stuff like that. So we're going to drop another season before the end of the year, and then we'll see what happens next year. Season seven. Lucky number seven. Let's, let's go. I love it. Yeah. Podcast after podcast after podcast after podcast. We're just trying to create the content. Yeah. Give the people what they want and or need. (laughs) Hopefully. Um, And then other big news. Next week, our Arcade Book Club is meeting for the first time. I need to start reading that book. You haven't started. Well, you have been reading it. (laughs) Well, I bought it for myself. You can buy your own copy if you wish to. Well, what's yours is mine, right? (laughs) I guess. I didn't intend to share my copy, and I have strategically been planning to read the whole book in a month. Mm. So I didn't leave any room to share my book with you. All right. Audiobook it is. <laughs> Get on I'm, Audible right I actually am this. also reading it on Audible. So I do both. So why are you gatekeeping the book, the hard copy? Because <laughs> it's it's actually nice. I listen to a podcast. So we're reading The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I um, think so. But I heard a podcast with him, and I really like the sound of his voice and how he talks. So it made me wonder about like the audiobook. So I'm like reading it sometimes and then listening to it sometimes, and I feel like I kind of get the best of both worlds. So you're double reading it. I'm double reading it. <laughs> wow. I might do that with a few more books, like especially if they're not fiction books, because I feel like some authors who are like nonfiction folks, like I feel like I like hearing their voice as they talk about it. You just like pick something else up out of it? Yeah, it's almost like because I almost wish I could interview them and it's I'm so used to like podcasts and them being on podcasts, I kinda wanna right. like hear them in yeah. my ear. Anyways, it's a great book so far. You it's are, not a book you can read fast, so good luck. <laughs> you're one of those people I just feel like I remember those people in like high school and university that just like went over above and beyond. The ones who excel. I mean, I excelled. I actually, I'm, I don't that, think but. I'm a keener at all. I just feel like I'm in my reading era. Mm. So I am a keener a when passion. it comes to reading. It's a passion for you. <laughs> right now it is. And yeah. I used to be a big reader, like when I was younger. And then I had kids and I never read. Yeah, you got all the tools now too. You got a reading light. You got this like contraption that holds the book open for you. You've got these like magnetic, like fold over bookmarks in all different colors. All of those things came in one gift. So I'm not like <laughs> going crazy with the book merch right now, but I was gifted some really great book lover stuff. Fantastic. Trinkets. <laughs> well, seven minutes in, should we get into the sip? Let's do it. <laughs> all right. First up, it's time for the sip, your weekly rundown of the top stories happening in social media. So first up, Meta is expanding its paid verification program to business accounts. I'm already on the wait list. TikTok has officially launched its labels for AI-generated content. YouTube has announced a new mobile editing app called YouTube Create. WhatsApp is launching topic-based channels in more regions. And X is talking about charging all users. I really want to know what you think about X charging all users. I'm like down on Twitter right now. Really? I've always been a fan. Mm -hmm. I I like the text-based um, environment. So I liked Twitter. I, I still like Twitter. Liked it more. I liked Threads. I haven't been on it in weeks. Um, part of it, I'm sure, is personal. I've just been busy and like haven't had a lot of time to like create content, let alone consume on all those platforms. But I also just feel kind of meh about where Twitter or X is going under Elon's rule. Yeah, I feel like you're the last of us to become meh. 
because you were a big like anyone else believer. I think all of us have been like the last man standing at Arcade. You literally are. So yeah, so I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to use it. I pay for Twitter Blue. Um, So I don't know. We're just taking a break, and I'll be back soon. But it's kind of mid right now. Yeah, it is mid for sure. Also, one thing that didn't make it into the sip that I saw CapCut. Um, introduced a Canva competitor, competitor, right? Like, ooh, a, really? I didn't yeah. see that. Well, into it. Maybe we'll get it in next week. Yeah, I don't use Canva, um, but I would use a, lot of a people Canva do. competitor in CapCut. Yeah, CapCut's lit. Yeah, into it. Into okay, it. let's get into our first story. There is some beef happening with Halle Berry and Drake. Sad. So apparently Drake wanted to use a photo of Halle Berry getting slimed as cover art for his new single with SZA, Slime You Out. Drake and SZA posted the photo of Halle Berry without saying exactly what it's for. Once the single was released, Halle Berry shared an Instagram post of a pink square with words that said, sometimes you have to be the bigger guy, dot, 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 even if you're a woman. There's subtext to that. She responded to a comment about that post and shared that Drake didn't get permission from her to use her the photo of her getting slimed for his cover art. And she said, that's not cool. I thought better of him. She added a note explaining that why she posted the pink swear that sometimes the people that you admire disappoint you and need to be the bigger person and move on. So what happened was that Drake actually reached out to Halle Berry, asked if she could use that photo of her, and she said no. But then he ended up using it anyways, um, and he does have permission to use it because it's a Getty image, and he paid for the rights to use it through Getty. So he didn't technically need to ask her for permission to use it, but it is kind of shady to like ask to use it, and then they say no, and then you use it anyways. Yeah, do you think he's still cheap? Like, Do you think he's hoping that he could just get permission from her and not have to go through Getty? No, because apparently he asked her like a few days before it went live. So mm. it's like not like... It was like an afterthought. Yeah. So she's, yeah. she was like, she actually responded to a few other comments in that post saying that like, if you're planning to use it all along, that's fine. Like, why did you ask? Yeah. One point of clarification, though, is he did use it on Instagram, and so did SZA, but it's not actually the the single cover art on oh, Apple Music. Um, it's just this the, for the dog's art, for, like the album art. Right. So I don't know. I guess, like, yeah, the principle is still the same. Like, if you're going to ask for permission and not get it and then still use it, like, that's kind of lame. But um, I think he he did what he needed to do to protect himself, too. <laughs> Yeah, like he's not gonna mess around and like get into legal trouble or anything. Yeah. But it's just kind of a weird thing from to the do. Social hype. Also, but. Halle Berry is like an iconic like woman in like pop culture. It just feels like I feel like people rap about her all the time, and they don't ask for permission to use her name. So I feel like Halle Berry is just like getting like so many people are using her face and likeness and name and stuff, and she's not getting like any like anything from it. True. That's what happens when you become such a big figure in pop culture. I wonder if she just Couldn't doesn't relate. like the photo. What is the photo? Is it from like a Nickelodeon sort of yeah, situation? Yeah, she got slimed. And was she like, did she consent to that? To get slimed? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's a deeper question. So cool. many questions. More questions than answers today. <laughs> I guess so. Next up, TikTok is partnering with Billboard to create a trending track list. So I think a lot of us have been getting music inspo and just like jumping on trends through TikTok already, but they're formalizing it um, and continuing their major impact on popular music 
through this TikTok Billboard Top 50 chart. So the weekly chart will highlight the top trending songs on the platform in the U.S. It'll be the first official chart in the U.S. to monitor music discovery and engagement on the social platform. And it will be made up based on a combination of creations, video views, and user engagements by the U.S. TikTok community. It'll be released weekly on Thursdays. What do you think? I mean, whatever. Like... I, I feel like doesn't TikTok already do this, like the top trending sounds like in the app? Like if you're looking for a sound, it already has the yeah, top Yeah, but that's not trending. exclusively music. That could be like... Right, any sound. Any audio, mm-hmm. yeah. People talking, clip from a video. So this wouldn't actually contribute to like the Billboard Top 100, right? It would be a Billboard chart. It'd be a separate chart. Right. And I'm sure there'll be some like repeat appearances, like some that are on the TikTok chart and some that are on the Billboard Top 100. And it might even show how much of an influence, if those two charts are next to each other, how much of an influence TikTok has on that top 100. I mean, if I were an artist, it would feel like the TikTok chart is like a sub chart to the Billboard chart. It of just course, doesn't. Yeah. But I don't see why a TikTok like sounds and usage shouldn't contribute to the overall Billboard top 100 chart. Like, why does it have to be in a separate chart? But I guess they're like tracking to see momentum TikTok on that chart to get yeah. into the Billboard chart. But I heard that the Vivo plays or like YouTube, like um, like official music video plays, are attributed in the overall Billboard 100 chart. So maybe TikTok is. Oh yeah, maybe. Well, Probably cool. <laughs> it's listens, it's views. You know. Yeah, I mean. I think it'd be cool to watch, but... And we already see, like, it seems like, we don't know for sure, it seems like artists and songwriters are, like, considering what will work on TikTok as, like, a soundbite when they produce new songs. Right. A lot of them are. Yeah. The ones that would want to be on the top 100. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to influence, like, artists to create more music for TikTok in order to get on the top 100. But I guess it's nothing new because before, people and artists would create music for radio in order to get into the top 100. Yeah, I was thinking about this too. And I feel like all along, songwriters have thought about songwriting as like wanting to have a hook in the song, you Mm -hmm. know, like the thing that catches people. So I feel like it's really thinking about it very similarly, but the hook you're considering TikTok. This reminds me of something I read in my book um, by Rick Rubin. And he says that the audience doesn't matter. You should never consider the audience when you're making art. Respect. So. That's gangster. <laughs> I know. And that really like tripped me up because I'm like, what? All I do is think about what people would think. That's because we're marketers. <laughs> True, not artists. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last story here. Finally, would you go to a grocery store to shop from a screen? Hell no. <laughs> Retailers like Kroger and Walgreens have been installing screens on cooler doors to display products and ads. People have been taking to TikTok to share how the screens are actually making it harder to shop. And sometimes the screen will display an ad, meaning customers have to wait to the end of the ad to finish to see what's in the cooler. And other times the screens will break and customers can't even see where the product is that they want. So this just feels like, what's that What's that show that had like those crazy dystopian episodes about like technology and like- Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Why does this feel like Black Mirror? Because it feels like you would go into like, you'd walk into a, like a physical store and just see screens all around. It just feels like, I don't know, intense. Like, it just feels like a miss. Like if I'm going to shop from a screen, why don't I do it from my phone on a couch? Like why do I have right. to go to a grocery store just to look at a screen? And why fridge? does every hard surface need to be an ad? Yeah. 
the fact that I have to wait for an ad to be over for me to pick what milk I want, you know, like that's so crazy to me. But also, can you just open it and no, see what milk? No, it's just a screen. Oh, so you don't, you don't even. They're not doors, I don't think. Maybe we need to clarify that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a cooler with screens, and I think you pick what you want, and then it must like distribute it somewhere. Like, yeah. Kind of like a vending machine. Kind of like the Amazon stores. Yeah. Oh, but different because an Amazon store, you'd go in and like fill your cart and like walk out. Yeah, that's better. Like yeah. to still fill your cart, like follow the same process, but just walk out and not have to wait in a line. That's yeah. brilliant. But having to just like replace an actual fridge with a screen is silly. That's annoying. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you're walking into a store, you should have the freedom and ability to just grab whatever you want, pay for it, and walk out. Like to wait for like an ad to to like play before you can buy something. That's yeah. dumb. It reminds me of another myth that annoys me sometimes with some fast food restaurants. They'll have like the digital menu boards yes. and the ones where it doesn't show everything. It has to like kind of flip through different slides of different parts of the menu. So if you're like trying to decide what burger you want, you have to wait like 15 seconds for it to go through like breakfast and like other like fish options mm-hmm. and chicken before you get back to the burgers. It just takes way longer. Yeah, some things are just best to be analog. Where are the UX people for like this IRL experience? Yeah, you know. Yeah, the where's where's the UX experts for IRL? Yeah, come on, folks. Let's get <laughs> Maybe going. Th- that will be a future job. It probably already is a job. They're just not doing a good job at McDonald's. Or yeah, it is. I wonder if it is a real job that already. <laughs> yes, it is. One hundred percent, it is. <laughs> like an interior designer? No. Oh. No, like a experiential is kind it, of situation. Or is it just like a real job that like is part of like our life that we're just not thinking about? I don't know. I just know we've been talking for 18 minutes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That's all for today. Hope you had a great time listening. Now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Cheers. <laughs>